0: Hey there, welcome to Bros Watch PLL 2 I am Benjamin Light. And I am Marcus Sparks. And today we're talking about S3E21, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. Yes. Someone's going out of their mind. <laughs> this uh, episode is just like, it's weird. It feels like a troll episode from the writers, but it also feels very meta at the same time. Now, describe what you mean by that, troll episode. I can't, but... <laughs> The the meta ness, like the the characters around the show are like doing things that fans of the show do, where they get around and like discuss clues, and maybe it means this, maybe it means that. Right. Um. Yeah. We'll get into it, but yeah, I, I I think you'll agree with me when we when we get to certain parts. Um, written by Janelle Lennon and directed
1: by Melanie Mayron, who's directed quite a few episodes. This is another
0: one of those like quick hitter episodes where it's a lot of short scenes.
1: Yeah, a lot of short scenes, moving mm-hmm. a lot of stuff along, um, really setting up the end game for the season. So we start off, we're in Spencer's bedroom. It's not long at all after the end of the previous episode. Yeah,
0: it's like Emily just came over.
1: Yeah, Spencer's on her bed, you know, Arya's like going through the motions of comforting her as Emily comes running in, and it's like, thank God Aria got here when she did.
0: Arya's really doing the like, my hair is like covering one of my eyes, but I'm pretending not to mind Look, like. Yeah. But not in, like, a goth way. It's like it's just totally combed to one side.
1: Right. Um, the girls don't know where Hannah is because she won't answer any of her texts or calls.
0: <laughs> Hannah and Ashley are busy covering up a murder. <laughs> so,
1: you know, Spencer, do tell us who is helping Mona, but she wants to wait for, for Hannah
0: to show up before she divulges what she knows. Yeah, but they're like, no, this is too important. Like, fucking tell already. Yeah. Uh, so she says, "Okay, but you should know I've been warned not to tell you." And Lyra's like, "Yeah, what else is new, you know?" And so Emily's surprised. She's like, "You've known for a while," and and Spencer's like, "Yeah, a few weeks." And Arya says, "Why didn't you tell us sooner?" And Spencer says, "I wanted to be sure. I didn't want to believe that it could be true, but after tonight, I can't keep this to myself anymore." Yeah, she stares at them. And they stare at her, and she says, "Toby is a." Arya looks mildly surprised. Emily is just, like, looks confused. Like, what? Well, it's, yeah, it's a cross between just,
1: like, shock, and, like, her face is like, bitch, I don't believe you.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Which is where Emily's face will stay for quite a while. So, meanwhile, at the Marin house, Ash and Hannah have just gotten home from, you know, taking a tour ride of the murder scene. Uh, Ashley assumes that Wilton just been taken to a hospital or something.
0: Interesting angle. We're kind of, like, the camera's, like, up at the top of the stairs looking down on them. Mm. As they walk in, and it's it's a like, pretty steep angle looking down. Like, that's probably over 45 degrees. The,
1: the camera would do a lot of interesting things in this episode. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Ashley assumes that Willem's been taken to the hospital. Or, as Hannah posits, maybe he's just slowly dying out there in the woods somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, not to harp but, on the cameras, but I, I do just love... Watching the camera move, sometimes you don't necessarily see it when you're watching the episode, but like the camera's always just kind of creeping around, <laughs> yeah like it's never a static shot. Uh,
1: well, I think it really ties into that whole you know idea that someone have that A actually stands for audience, and you're mm-hmm. just kind of snooping on these girls' lives, but and not to harp on that line, but I love that Hannah kind of offers it to Ashley, like 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 good news, like hey, no, maybe he's just dying out in the woods, like painfully, <laughs> slowly.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Ashley's like, we need, I need to call the hospital and then I need to call my lawyer. Is yeah. what, like Veronica? <laughs>
1: <laughs> who else are you going to call?
0: Well, that's who she always calls about Hannah's shit. Right? Does she right. have a different lawyer? Is it Peter?
1: <laughs> Veronica won't take my case. I need to go my second choice. Peter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> call Peter and she's just like, your wife won't take the case. And he's just like, I'm on it.
1: Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I took this case 45 seconds ago. <laughs> um... But Hannah says, no, if Wilson is alive somewhere, they don't know what he'll say or do. And You know, Ashley's like freaking out a little here because she hit a man. I hit a man.
0: Not just any man. I hit a cop. And Hannah's like, well, he was threatening you. And Ashley's like, I left the scene of an accident. Like, Ashley, like, why are you even arguing with your teenage daughter about this? Right, right. Your teenage daughter is just like, don't call the cops. Don't call your lawyer. And Ashley's like, that sounds vaguely convincing. Tell me more.
1: Yeah. Well, Because you hit a man who was a cop and left the scene of an accident, Hannah says, is exactly why you shouldn't admit to what you've done until you know exactly
0: what you're dealing with. What you're dealing with. And Ashley's like, I was scared. He was reaching for his gun. I I thought he was reaching for his gun. And Hannah says, I know, but whatever he did or didn't do, you still hit him. (laughs) Like now she gets accusatory. And once you tell the police or your lawyer, there's no going back. So they kinda like pacing around in thought and finally Ashley's like, Okay, yeah, like until we know what their next step is, not a word of this to anyone, not even the liars. Mm. And Hannah's yeah, like, "Sure, I promise."
1: And then the the girls hear a siren there. The, the two women, um, it's seemingly coming from like right in front of their house. Like you actually well, see it, the police lights come. It, through it the sounds window. like it.
0: It's like it starts off quiet and gets loud. It's like you know coming down the street. But right. then yeah, that you see the lights reflect briefly, but then it it passes by and goes away.
1: But the great bit where. For a moment, we just stick on the two ladies as they stand there, like frozen in fear, if in their own home. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like this, this—that's re- another thing the episode does a lot too. Is it kind of lingers after a moment has passed, like where two characters are still kind of lost in contemplation. Mm-hmm. This well, is a new reality,
0: and it like pulls out through the window, like looking in on them. Like you know, it's like it—it it starts at the shot where it's just you're watching the two of them, but then it, it pulls all the way back out through the window. Yeah, yeah, cool shot.
1: So um, after the credits, we're back in Spencer's bedroom. Um, <laughs> it's an inter- Interesting shot where we start with Arya as she's staring out the window.
0: Pretending to care. Yeah. Aria's wants- like, I'll be the lookout. Yeah. She wants she, she to have like a little phone in her hand. She's like texting Ezra.
1: Yeah. She wants to get a hold on what they're saying here. That that's what Ali wrote in Emily's n- notebook. And that's true. That Toby secretly hated them ever since they blinded the Jenna thing.
0: Oh, she's still in like her Scarlet Spider pants, too yeah yeah with the the shirt with the cut out back yeah yeah
1: um she's
0: just like trying
1: to get the hang of things here instead like it's like she's just like sticking it to spencer like bringing this all up
0: yeah and you know toby hates us the whole time spencer's like yeah i guess so and Arya's like in the whole time that you two were together he was just pretending and Arya looks like either it's an interesting look on her face like i feel like Somewhere in her mind, she's thinking about Ezra and just that idea of like, can you ever really trust someone? Yeah, you know? yeah,
2: yeah.
1: That's uh, Ari. Every situation, yeah, if is it, If her. Spencer
0: could be fooled. Certainly, Aria could be fooled.
1: Shocking. That, that's mm-hmm. just beyond the pale. Um, Emily is incredulous. My my. Meanwhile, like we all know how much Toby loved you. There <laughs> must be another explanation. And, yeah, there
0: has to be more to the story. It can't be true.
1: Yeah, Spencer points out if Toby loved her, he wouldn't have left her to like ball her eyes outside his loft. For like, hours. <laughs> while, while Mona enjoyed a fine wine and stuff. Yeah,
0: he wouldn't have taken everything out of the A-layer when he knew she had the key. He wouldn't be trying to hurt me. Hurt us. us. Yeah. And she cries a little, but mostly she just seems like worn out. You know, it's like she can't even really cry anymore. Well, I
1: like the the, the usage of me to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it one thing? Is, is she trying to just like put this on their level? Get them on board? Or is she saying it because like she's, in her mind, reminding herself of the threats you know
0: he- i think it's partly that i mean she's the leader of the group and she's very protective you know like yeah that it's kind of what sets her off is like like when she attacked monos because mona, mona kind of mentioned her friends
1: yeah yeah so emily then assumes of course that Mona must have something on toby to make him do this shit but- but we should point
0: out Arya does say i'm so sorry spence you know because she so is
1: yeah, she really is. But um, yeah,
0: Spencer's like, trust me, I've tried to come up with every possible explanation for why he would do this, and all leads back to the same conclusion. And least like, the Toby I know would never do anything to hurt us. And Spencer's just like, lol, like she just like, like scoffs. last.
1: Yeah, she has like crazy person. Lol, like she borrows like Arya eyes to like just like, ha ha. She's you like, don't know shit. Ha ha
0: ha 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 ha. And Emily's just like, what's so funny, you crazy bitch?
1: Yeah. Spencer's like, You, you trying to make sense of this? She tells Emily to stop thinking of Toby as the person she thought she knew, instead seeing him as who he really is, which is actually great advice. Yeah. yeah. And Emily's like, How do I do 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 that? Spencer's like, By looking at the facts, Emily.
0: (laughs) Okay, which are, says Arya. And Spencer says, Mona is with the decathlon team in New York City. I guess they're going to New York City. Maybe they're just stopping loose.
1: Maybe this is regionals. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Uh, isn't it sectionals? Isn't that the... Uh, the joke? I don't the know. joke, yeah. Um, yeah, Mona's in D- NYC. She couldn't have locked Spencer in that steam room, and that leaves Toby. The yeah. quicker you wrap your mind around this, the better. And he just kind of stare at her. And, like, nobody wants to say, like, okay, it, it probably rules Mona out. But it's not like that's, like, ironclad evidence that it was right. Toby. Yeah. Um, Especially when there's, like, this team and there's a red coat. and
1: Right. Well, I like how Arya she kind of bounces back and forth a little bit. Like she's mostly sympathetic to, to Spencer when she's not considering her own fate with Ezra. But then it's like she will like try to pull things out of Spencer to to bring him over to Emily's side. But I like how the way this scene ends where Spencer just kind of like looks down like the camera's like beneath her looking up. Mm-hmm. And she's looking down into the camera like into this abyss that she's been hovering over.
0: Do you think if, if there was some way where you could attach a little like LED light to the side of Arya's skull that would just light up whenever her brain was thinking about Ezra? Do you think it would just be on all the time?
1: I think it'd run out of batteries pretty quickly.
0: Eh, let's say it's uh, bio powered or something.
1: <laughs> bio powered by Arya's own
0: insane,
1: mm-hmm. bonkers bioluminescence? Yes, I would love that technology. Yeah, I think it'd always be on.
0: Yeah, so brew, Emily's at the counter working, uh, but she picks up her phone and tries to call toby obviously doesn't answer so she leaves a voicemail and she's like i really want to talk to you i need to talk to you please call me back yeah
1: then she it's like that's that's not enough for her like she can't rest
0: there so she pulls out like a jar of keys that
1: the brew has
0: i i guess the brew just has like keys to other rooms in the building yeah i don't know just in case Uh, i don't know
1: well i think we saw in that same episode where Spencer was crying outside Toby's loft, mm. like, this is a fairly tall building.
0: Um, it's probably, like, four stories.
1: They, well, I mean, okay, it's taller than just two stories, but, like, mm-hmm. they refer to the loft being Toby's, but, yeah, maybe they have keys, other things, maybe they're just excess brew keys, but, yeah, she pulls out the key that says loft on it, of mm-hmm. intention. So then we cut um, into Ezra's apartment, where Arya shows up with coffee for two.
0: Well, yeah, as you see her walking through the hall, and then she opens the door, and and Arya does one of the, like, hey, babe, so she walks in and then, like, ah, stop, that's not Ezra. Like, Arya, you need to learn to stop doing that. Like, yeah, see really. who's in the room before you throw out some cutesy comment. Yeah, yeah. It's or, twice a se- half season.
1: Or, like, spice up your uh, your sexy comments or whatever, you know?
0: Uh, no, Arya and Ezra are totally the awful kind of couple. They just call each other babe constantly. Well, like, where where is the schmoopy? Like, where is the schmoopy factor of these two? Because you know they would have
1: it. Um. So there's Malcolm. Is this the new Malcolm?
0: Yeah, this is the new Malcolm. Mario's confused because Malcolm's now played by a totally different actor. Who, <laughs> I gotta be honest here. This is a kid, but whatever. This kid just looks dumber than the other Malcolm. Yeah, he does. He looks older, but he looks like, he's like, not he's getting the like deer options. in the headlights. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, he might be like a different ethnicity as well. Yeah, he seems he's like much he, more like olive complected.
1: He seems like vaguely pan Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm um, like he's like neither. Ezra's, or Ezra's like this child. kid's definitely mine, right?
1: <laughs> um, so Ezra's just like, I guess he didn't get my voicemail, and Arya's like, I just called a seven-year-old babe. <laughs>
0: and it was hot. Yeah. <laughs> don't get any ideas, Arya.
1: Malcolm's like, Arya's my girlfriend now. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Ezra introduces Arya to Malcolm. Can we talk? Do you want to talk about Arya's outfit? Do you want to get this out of the way?
0: I guess it's so fucking ugly. I don't it's even know just... what it, it's just like black and white angular patterns like thick black and white
1: like, like pseudo african style sweater jacket and the it's, pattern it's,
0: i don't know if i call that african but sure um it's just like every weird sort of like thick black and white pattern you can possibly imagine there's stripes there's diamonds there's x's mm. it is hideous um green tights uh a
1: shirt that looks like like black leather um
0: and she appears to have a necklace of like dragon teeth on. Yeah, it's like jade
1: teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and Malcolm is like, "What the fuck are you wearing, lady?"
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the Arya does the thing where she like bends over to shake his hand, like, "It's nice to meet you, sir," because mm-hmm. that's how she thinks that you treat children. Yeah. Um, she treats children like adults because that's how she wants to be treated.
1: No, Malcolm, listen here. <laughs> we discussed this. Um. Ezra and Malcolm have been setting up a train set, and Arya is, of course, surprised to see Malcolm since she talked to Ezra, like, ten hours ago
0: and heard none of this. Like, he was not here then. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I like how Ezra basically, like, as soon as Arya gets there, he, like, dispatches Malcolm. Like, hey, why don't you go clean up your toys? Like, go away. I need to talk to Arya. Yeah,
1: yeah. Adult stuff, even though yeah. she's not an adult.
0: But yeah, so Maggie and the kid came up this morning, kind of spurring the moment decision. And Arya has some bitch face on. She's just like, for how long? Yeah. And as there's like a couple of days, and Arya just kind of like nods like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. So since Maggie's getting displays, she's putting out feelers for jobs
1: in the area. So maybe moving to Rose would be the best thing for everyone. And Arya's like, they're going to be staying
0: here? She has like pure hatred in her eyes. She's like, they're going to be staying here. And it's like, oh no, she's got a hotel. And Arya's like, oh good. I just mean, your place is a little small for the three of you.
1: Yeah, lol. Arya's is concerned about losing her older, weird boyfriend to his baby mama. Mm-hmm.
0: And so she's like, anyway, uh, yeah, you know, I can go. That's cool. I didn't realize you are here with the kid. But he's like, oh, no, no. Like, you should stay and hang out, get to know Malcolm. And Arya's like, I don't think Maggie would like, be cool with that. And he's like, no, no, no. Trust me. Like, Maggie knows exactly who you are in my life. She's fine with you being here. Yeah. And then Malcolm runs over and she's like, he's like, you have to check out my train set. And Arya's like, pretending. Slawless line reading. Arya like, pretending to be enthusiastic. Like, oh, do I? You know? And so she's like, all right, I'll say." But then like, when she turns to close the door behind her. Well, hold on. Hold on. So
1: be- during all this. At first, Ezra has this look on his face like like he's mouthing, I have no idea what I'm doing as a father here. Mm-hmm. And then during this whole, like, come and play trains with us, Ezra looks like the dorkiest fucking dork in Dorktown mm-hmm. about all of this. But yeah, then Arya, she starts to shut the door.
0: and She just has this look of, like, distraught, like, well, what, like, what am I getting myself into, you know?
1: <laughs> it's a weird gesture, but it's one that only a television show character would do for the benefit of an unseen audience. I feel like I I could see myself doing something like that where, but you just look out of out into the empty hallway and just like make like uh <gasps> things aren't so good for Benjamin Light face.
0: Maybe it's part of my job where I, I'm communicating with people who aren't there, but I I, I tend to uh, make faces sometimes when people can't see me.
1: Like oh faces, I hear that. I hear yeah. That. Um. So meanwhile, I mean, you oh, can't oh,
0: just oh. like you're you never had a situation where you're having to pretend to be nice to someone. In, and then as soon as they turn around or something, something, you're just like,
1: ugh. If I've ever really done that consciously, I've done it to the benefit of somebody who was physically there with me watching, or I've imagined that people would see me. Otherwise, you, I haven't thought about it. You're saying
0: you're not like Jim from The Office, always just doing that face at the camera? To a camera. Mm-hmm.
1: That's my point. Is I, I would imagine that somebody is witnessing my peril here. Otherwise, I don't. I don't consciously do it; it probably just happens. But.
0: Maybe you need to be more of a narcissist, like me and Arya.
1: <sighs> I'm trying. I, I mean, I'm trying to cut back. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, meanwhile, in Toby's loft. Hannah's on the couch watching TV, um, yeah.
0: F- flipping through the channels.
1: I know it becomes a plot point in the moment, but or a, a, a character moment in, in a second. But like, I just thought, like, look at that fucking book of motorcycles on cof- Tony's or Toby's yeah. coffee table. What a dork!
0: <laughs> exactly uh emily comes in she's like toby's stuff is still in his room it's like he just ran out and didn't look back and she's like "Hannah, you find anything and hannah's just like no nah. and she's like watching the news yeah. and then he's like since when do you watch the news yeah i love how like i mean hannah's kind of you know like if there was a dumb one it's hannah kind of she's, well, so- she's the dits, but like they they totally like kind of encourage that you know the other liars do they really, well, like, enforce it.
1: It's kind of funny. For a moment there, Emily's pissed off because Hannah's just been sitting on the, on the couch watching TV for 20 minutes. And then it's like, she's like, holy shit, Hannah. You're watching the news. You never watch the news. What's <laughs> wrong?
0: You know? Yeah. And it says she's just checking the weather. And Emily's like, what the hell are you doing? You're supposed to be helping me. And Hannah's like, look, I looked. I didn't find anything. And Emily's like, really? Because I could have sworn you were sitting on the exact same spot 20 minutes ago. So yeah. she Emily grabs a remote, turns the T V off, and Hannah's like, Okay, fine, I guess I didn't try hard enough. The more I think about it, the more I think we should just stop searching for him. Spencer's right, Toby's dangerous. Um how would you describe Hannah's outfit here? Uh like she stole it from Arya's closet?
1: It looks I mean, so it's like a white button up shirt, black jacket, black well, leather pants. It would be normal there's...
0: except for the weird like Glammed up rhinestones that are all over the collars on it.
1: Yeah, like metal studs on like the collar and like the lapels. It, uh, like the kind of, like the singer in a band would wear, but I don't know what kind of band this
0: would. Well, be. this would, it would be a better look if it didn't have this on it. Yeah, yeah, it, I don't know what's going on. I do like her hair though. Her hair
1: looks fine. This is like a weird pseudo eighties fashion. Hannah likes a lot of weird things on the collars of her shirts. Mm, yeah. Um. Until Aria steals that fashion back. But yeah, so Emily doesn't believe it. She's been alone with Toby quite a bit. He's never hurt her. Um, then Hannah kind of points out... Well, I like how Emily points out. The way she words it is, I've been alone with him how many times? And Hannah's just like, not more times than I've been alone with Mona. You know, look mm. how that turned out.
0: Yeah, and do you forget that Toby tried to kill Spencer last night? Allegedly. <laughs> Emily's like, she believes he tried to kill him. She didn't see him. And Hannah's like, she saw him in her kitchen in black hoodie. Case closed.
1: I just want a robot, or a name drop one more time. Robot Shower of Doom. I mean, that mm. thing was awesome. Yeah, Emily brings up, you know, how Lucas was blacked by, by, by Mona to help out. So maybe Toby's doing the same.
0: Yeah, they don't know that Toby was trying to harm them. Uh, They still don't know what part Toby's playing in all this, you know, already the Lucas situation. But then Emily kind of sits down, like she's actually thinking about it for a minute. And she's just like, we told each other everything. He gave me the courage to come out you know and hannah's like debatable or at least she should say that
1: again like toby that's not what toby was trying to give her the courage to do way back <laughs> in season one like toby was trying to basically have a sensitive bone you know yeah he's going uh, for the old pity fuck yeah and he was just like oh shit you're a lesbian fuck <laughs> boy i can pick him." um you know, then Emily says that she gave Toby this giant book of motorcycles for his birthday the previous year. Inscribed in the book from Emily is, To Toby, you'll always be my favorite biker, Em.
0: <laughs> uh, and then they turn the page and there's a parking pass tucked into this book for E-Lam at Radley Sanitarium. What? what? Uh, this is the name Toby used to get in and out of Radley. And Hannah's like, you know what? Why don't you go talk to his parents if you really want to find him? Oh, <laughs> he's just like, those mongoloids? <laughs> I mean, what if Jenna thinks there,
1: Seriously. Um. So at Ezra's place, get some tight close-ups on Malcolm and Arya, and then Ezra. Malcolm is wearing a conductor's hat. and Arya blows her horn. Let
0: me, Before we get to that, let me just like pitch what's happening here. Okay. Arya, the teenager, is pretending to be an adult, pretending to be a child, playing with Malcolm. Whoa. Yeah. She, she blows a train whistle and says, "All aboard!" You know, she's pretending to be a kid. And Ezra is like, being a dork and playing along and starting the train. And they all watch a train run in a fucking circle.
1: There's there's levels happening in this scene that are usually reserved for things like Orphan Black. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then Maggie lets herself in, because everyone lets themselves in. Yeah. A box Maggie
0: of donuts. Yeah. yeah.
1: She gives Malcolm a hug and asks if he's having fun. And then the first thing Malcolm says is...
0: Arya's the conductor.
1: There you have it, folks. Arya's A from the mouth of babes
0: yeah i oh, I, I, I love when this episode first aired everyone's just like that means something yeah. it's a clue Arya's a
1: the seven-year-old would know he's dialed in yeah mm-hmm. um as this we- is
0: what part of what i mean by trolling like this for instance mm, it's yeah. like let's just dangle a little nugget in front of you and let's yeah, see little, how you like,
1: react like proxy I, audience yeah
0: is the yeah. conductor and maggie's like well i'll bet she's a good one
1: <laughs>
2: and
0: Arya stands out she's looking a little nervous to see maggie and Ezra immediately, like, takes Malcolm. He's like, hey, let's go watch up for dinner. And just, like, takes Malcolm away and leaves Arya, like, awkwardly alone with Maggie. Like, he, nice job, Ezra.
1: Well, he is straight up pitting these two women against each other, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he is, he's letting them Thunderdome it out. Um, so they have a super awkward talk. How are you? Good. Great. You. So Arya then Well
0: they're both like making crazy eyes at each other the whole time. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, my eyes are more crazy than your eyes.
1: <laughs> so Arya tells Maggie that she was not the one who told Ezra about Malcolm. And then she starts to go in for the dig like, even though I would have liked to. <laughs> but Maggie's not upset. You know, seeing the way that Ezra is bonded with Malcolm, Maggie wishes that she had told Ezra years earlier, <laughs> and Arya's face is just like, Ugh,
0: fuck you. Yeah. Ezra and the kid come back and and she's like, oh, you know, I had this interview at 4, and Ezra's like, oh, I'm tutoring them. And it's like, oh, what to do about Malcolm? And I like how, uh just kind of happy in the shot, Ezra gets a donut out of the box, mm. doesn't get one for Malcolm, just gets one for himself and closes the box. Then Malcolm just, like, reaches in there and gets his own, but, like, Ezra clearly couldn't give a shit.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: So but it's like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, I, I can only do this interview at 4, and you're busy at 4. And so Arya's like, uh, I could watch him, you know? Yeah, and they both turn to look at her like, you?
1: <laughs> well, no, I think they would have they would have done this dance for a few minutes long. Uh-huh. Like, well, gee, golly, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, look over if at Arya. only Aria. there
0: was someone we knew who was of babysitting age that could help out. And was standing right here. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, Ezra gives her this look like, this is what
0: I need you for. But also like, oh, you don't have to do this. Yeah. No, it's we don't have to. Oh, you want to? Okay. If you're fine with it, sure. So in Spencer's living room, she's sleeping on her couch. Um, well, Spencer, like, there's like a the couch is like a safe place for Spencer for some reason. Yeah, I feel like I would feel more exposed in the living room with like several. Di- there's like three different doors to get yeah, into this place.
1: There's three different
0: doors in a hallway. Alone. Yeah
1: let alone a hallway that leads to like the rest of the manor and stairs that go upstairs like you know 10 or 12 different windows yeah um but there's a nice weird overhead shot though where you kind of see spencer like small mm-hmm. there on the couch um she's awoken there's a knock on the door she goes out to check and there's left for her is that like floral reef the funeral the... wreath. yeah yeah with, with if... deepest sympathy from the previous episode
0: and a note uh, in a black paper note with gold uh, writing on it that says Spencer. Yeah. So she pulls the
1: flowers inside, opens the black envelope to find the black card. And there's a message from A on it that says, someone close to you will have to pay for your loose lips. ruh Yeah, that can't be good. So at the brew, the liars are all in their nook together. And I like that they're... It's like they're sitting so much closer together now than in previous, you know, scenes or episodes here. Like, it's like they're, they're slightly unified again. I
0: don't know why I noticed this, but Emily is doing a lot of, uh, kind of like legs open seating positions in this episode. Hmm. I just, I don't, I don't think it means anything, but I, I notice it throughout the episode.
1: Yeah, you do. Um. so Spencer's filling them all in the, li- the delivery that she got her house she reminds them that she was warned if she rats out tea one of her three will be harmed Um. and then so Hannah just straight up turns to Emily and tells her to stop looking for Toby
0: yeah and Spencer's like wait what you're looking and Emily's just like it's not that I don't believe you Spencer but he's my friend too allegedly yeah. so I need to hear it from him and Spencer's like okay I understand that But I looked for him for weeks. Trust me, he doesn't want to be found. Like Spencer's frustration is like, look, Emily, everything you're thinking, like I've done this for the past two weeks.
1: Yeah, I I think everyone in the world has to believe that if Spencer couldn't find Toby, Mm. there's no fucking way that Emily will. I mean, for starters, for starters, Spencer has a private investigator.
0: Yeah, and not to annoy any of our listeners, but this episode is strong in the, the Tulpa theory.
1: Oh, yeah, big time, big time. Mm-hmm. Um, especially one, one scene in particular, I'll go crazy about at the end. So, Arya's been like looking straight forward all of this time, and then like suddenly realizes that Mona is directly there in front of her ordering something at the counter, which I love that Arya's been like, how long has she been standing there?
0: <laughs> and Spencer, you know, locks eyes, like, you know, like Terminator wa- stands and like walks over as they're like, oh, wait, Spencer, don't do that, you know? Um, Aria is the one who mentioned Mona being there. Hannah immediately gets up. Uh Emily starts to get up and then sits back down. Aria doesn't move a fucking muscle. Like nope. her ass is glued to that couch. Nope. Like, oh, Spencer's about to go start shit. I will continue to sit here arms folded.
1: You know she's like, so anyway, Emily, as I was saying about Ezra.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Emily's just like, "Oh, fucking god, I'd rather go sit by Mona." Um <laughs> Yeah, I think I feel like Hannah was there to both be the witness but also like to potentially break up any like crazy fisticuffs. But uh Mona, you know, she sees Spencer come up, she's calm and polite, but she's guarded. And she's just like, Hello. You're not planning on choking me again, are you?
0: And Spencer says, No. I just wanted to say thank you for the flowers. The orchids are especially beautiful. And Mona's like, I had no idea what you're talking about. L O L. Might be time to visit for you to visit your doctor friend again. Yeah. So Mona always gets the nice dig in.
1: Yeah, Spencer lays down the law that she's not playing around and wants Mona to not touch her friends. She says, well, I, uh,
0: don't, I got the dialogue. She okay, says, go. Listen to me, Mona. I'm not playing around. Do not hurt my friends. Okay, if you so much as touch one hair on their heads, I will make you very sorry. Am I clear? Hmm. And Mona's like, looks like someone's been skipping their anger management class. But
1: s- she pauses before saying that, just long enough to let us set in, but to also show that she's not intimidated.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then she's just like, I'm taking my pumpkin latte, picks it up, turns, to go. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird like, like pacing of the delivery there. Um, but then she she turns back and she's like, oh, but, um, and she like sidles up and kind of is like almost like in Spencer's ear a little tip on the orchids make sure not to leave them in direct sunlight i did once they didn't make it through the night there's there's something
1: so great in like the recurring like antagonism between these two mm-hmm. because like beyond their verbal sparring mona just like keeps saying like on the nose straight up super shit to spencer <laughs> and spencer has to spend half the time just being shocked at the goddamn audacity of her to say mm-hmm. that to her
0: but it's always veiled it's, I mean, there's always a double meaning. But
1: the one where she's just like, hey, Spencer, you haven't been on your A game of late. Mm. That's right. <laughs> but so Mona turns to leave, but then she stops. She looks past Spencer, past Hannah, we see at Emily.
0: And they kind of, Hannah and Spencer kind of looked to like, like, what are you looking at? And it's like, oh, you're looking at Emily. And Emily kind of looks up like what? Uh, and, then, uh, and then Mona just turns and walks away.
1: Yeah, and Spencer and Hannah both realize that can't be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so meanwhile at Arya's house, oh boy, Arya's like going through some boxes, like pulling out various toys, like toy robots, shit. Door opens, Ella walks in. Um, and I I said real quick, I just realized in this scene, like I don't know why I haven't in the past few episodes, like how much this particular section, or section of the Montgomery home has changed in season one.
0: Has it? It's definitely a it still different, has all the wood paneling.
1: Has all the wood paneling, but like it's, a it's different not
0: fireplace, isn't it? Or, it's
1: not the same front door living room when like Arya came in from being finger banged by Ezra in the car and like joined the family for it,
0: Chinese food. Maybe maybe it's at the side door. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but
1: um, you know, LSC's sees Arya there and she's surprised you know, that Byron kept some of the shit that Arya's is going through. And Arya's immediately like, "Hi, what are you doing here?"
0: <laughs> There's like terror on her face. Yeah, what are you doing here? Everything's fine yeah and uh is like oh emily's babysitting for someone because i was like what are you going through like your old toys for uh and Arya's like oh emily's babysitting for someone and i was like i thought emily worked at the brew and Arya's like did i say emily i'm hannah
1: this is some of Arya's worst lying of all time
0: and also some of her best yeah
1: yeah yeah um. So Ella says that Ezra called her and was asking if Ella knew of any open teaching positions for his friend Maggie. So Ella asks Arya if she knows
0: this Maggie, and Arya's just like,
1: "No, I've never met her.
0: <laughs> nope, I've never met Maggie. I don't even know she has a kid."
1: Um. And Ella says that. Well, then she'll just call and tell him that she'll keep her ears open. And Arya's like, "No, I can do that.
0: Yeah, I'll it's, call him. I'll see him later. He's busy right now. So if you call, he won't answer. She Nerves." Did-
1: yeah, she's getting, like, more wound up and guilty. And it's, like, it's just constantly spilling out, you know? And I feel like it's like, around that point where it's finally clear to Ella, like, hmm, this is all very weird.
0: What do you think Ella and Byron, like, actively just try to avoid engaging in Arya's bullshit?
1: I think back when they were together, part of their, like, uh, foreplay was, mm-hmm. like, role-playing out <laughs> oh, some of oh, these arya light scenes. Um, so then... <laughs> Ella asks if everything is okay, and like the look on Arya's face here is almost surprised that she's still spinning these terrible lies. Yeah. She's like, like, "Yeah, everything's perfect." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, everything's perfect." Um, Arya then tries to get out of there as quickly as possible and get this shit to Hannah.
0: She like grabs like a wiffle bat and like goes to take off, and Ella's like, "Uh, you forgot the ball." And Arya's like, nah, "Ha ha ha! Imagine that."
1: This thing would have been more perfect though if she was just like. I need to take this stuff over to Emily. I meet mean, Hannah.
3: <laughs> um, I never met Maggie. God.
1: Yeah, to straight up like woo. She gets out of there. Um, so just to be clear, Aria is taking a ball and bat over to Ezra's from Malcolm to play with in that tiny fucking apartment.
0: Well, I think she just grabbed like the first thing she saw at some point, you know.
1: Okay, I, then she's like yeah. throwing the first trash can <laughs> she sees when she gets outside. Because Mike, he's all...
0: like, that was mine. <laughs> By um, the way, I exist somewhere
1: outside Toby's parents house though there's like uh like a bunch of old newspapers like like just all over the porch and the steps and like mail overflowing out like the Yeah, little
0: mail's overflowing. Knocks. Somebody hasn't been here in like over a week easily. She knocks and there's no one there. Uh and then a, a truck pulls up. Toby's truck his ugly ass gold truck pulls up. Mm. Uh but the dude driving it is not Toby. Yeah. Uh, it's just some some like weird kind of like early 20s dude. Uh, and so Emily gets out and like walks over to this guy. Cause this guy's just like walking around the side of the house. Yeah. And it's weird. Cause she's just like, Hey, and he almost like kind of tries to like, it's like, he's thinking about ignoring her, but then he finally decides to turn around. Yeah. Uh, this guy's, he has like a weird affect. Um, and so Emily's just like, Hey, are you a friend of Toby's? And he turns around and he, he basically like gives Emily's body the once over, mm-hmm. you know, like just seeing what he's working with here. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, I work with him. Yeah.
1: Um, so long, so short, the dude hasn't seen Toby in a couple of weeks. Toby left in the truck and the guy is just there to like pick up a table saw. Emily Yeah. Like, Toby <laughs> had
0: some kind of emergency. So he, he left me his truck and he asked me to finish the job for him.
1: But yeah, the guy like after, besides that, like quick, like, well, you know, up and down once over he does of Emily, um, uh, which I find interesting cause he seems like maybe he found her lacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, He does not seem to give a shit that she's alive. Like, let alone asking him questions. Like, I feel like initially he was, like, weighing the decision of, like, should I just pretend like she's invisible and I don't hear her?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just here to pick up table saw. He doesn't know where, where Toby is. And he just, like, walks off. I feel like this guy has, like, been told. This is my theory with this guy. Is that he, Toby told him he just broke up with, like, a crazy ex. Like, whatever you do, just, like, try to avoid her. Because that's how, the, I feel like maybe that's how he's treating Emily here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So in Spencer's kitchen, she's holding a glass of water and just staring at the like, funeral bouquet. And like studying it so intently. Mm-hmm. Brooding, yeah. Um. Then finally she notices that the uh, E and the M on the words have a different shade of like shiny gold.
0: Yeah, on one of the E's and one of the M's are kind of matte. Whereas the rest of the letters are shiny gold. But they, there's an E and an M that are matte. And, mm. like, the, uh, M, yeah. The soundtrack kind of goes nuts here, you know. Then they're like, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, Spencer's like, oh, my God, is, this means something, you know. And, like, grabs her keys and, like, bolts out at the door.
1: This this light bulb that just gone on over Spencer's head has been so powerful that mm-hmm. for a moment there she's commandeered the soundtrack to the very show you're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so Main Street Rosewood, Ashley's like walking through town. Hey, let's, um, let's talk about Ashley's outfit here. This is uh, this is a crazy interesting trench coat. It's not quite Spencer's. Well, I think it might be coat. a.
0: I think it might be like a dress that just looks like a trench coat. Then it's hideous. I don't know what's going on here because she's she has it's it's kind of a short trench coat like it definitely it's like thigh length Um, and she's got like kind of like slacks on it underneath. But the it's like a trench coat that's been buttoned all double buttoned all the way up to the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, But the kind of side it's a beige except for the sides and like inner sleeves of the trench coat are yeah. black. Yeah. So it's it's like two tone. You know. As and it's got, coat, like, a tied beige belt around it.
1: I mean, as a dress, I would say this is disgusting. As a trench coat, I can just chalk this up to ladies' quote-unquote fashion.
0: I just don't think she's going to, like, take that thing off when she goes inside. I don't know. could be I, wrong.
1: I'm guessing you don't buy this trench coat to take it off in places. Like, you buy it to wear it fucking everywhere you go. Because um, it's ridiculous. Otherwise, you would just buy, like, a normal trench coat or a normal coat. I, yeah.
0: Anyway, so then, is she coming from the police station here? No, I don't think so. I think she's just walking through downtown. But that is
1: the police station that's right behind her, right?
0: Uh, yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so she's on the no, phone that's of Hannah. city hall. But yeah, the police department's there too.
1: Okay, so she's on the phone with Hannah. She says that nothing was in the papers. She doesn't know what to think. Um, then she looks up and sees there across the street.
0: Well, she looks up just as she's walking in the street. She looks up across the street. And standing in the doorway of that pizza place that Ario went with Wes a couple weeks ago. Where
1: where Wesley Fitzgerald beat up the dude with his box of pizza.
0: Yeah. Wilden's just, like, standing there, like, just outside the doorway, looking at her. And, like, the way this is framed, this is very much like Jack's dad and lost framing. Like, Wilden's just standing there in a suit, staring. Like, he
1: might be some kind of otherworldly specter.
0: Yeah, because then then, uh, car honks and Ashley almost gets run over. She has to, like, jump back because she wandered in the middle of the road. And so she's like startled, like "oh shit," you know, and then looks back over, and now Wilton's gone.
1: I I always like um, that kind of effect. It was great in Lost. It's it's interesting here the shade of it, the hint of it, the idea of like ghosts during the daytime,
0: or just I mean, you could say ghosts, but also possibly just like hallucination.
1: Right, right. I'm using ghost. You the know, guilty term. conscience. Yeah, yeah. I'm there's a lot,
0: lots of interpretations for what it is.
1: It's just so much more off-putting, though, to see these things like not in the dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Carr honks. Ashley moves. Willow's gone.
0: Should I mention at this point that I made a Skyrim character called Ashley Marin? who looks like Ashley. Uh,
1: a little bit like Ashley. She looks a lot like Dark Willow from Buffy.
0: That's just the outfit. <laughs> That's
1: a very crazy yeah. outfit. Um. She's also, like, super pale. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Crazy pale. Is she a vampire, too? Not yet. Maybe we're off topic. Uh, Maybe Mm -hmm. we're on topic. I don't know. Meanwhile, in Emily's bedroom, Spencer is showing Emily the funeral banner thing. (laughs) Um, She's pointing... She's just like,
0: shiny and Matt, E&M. Yeah. yeah. Emily's like, so what?
1: (laughs) So Spencer's like, you know, maybe Mona's trying to warn us in, like, her cryptic way that A is targeting Emily next. Emily is blowing this off in a way that's making me infuriated.
0: Are you, though? I, I kind of feel where Emily's coming from. Like, I love Spencer, but Spencer's, like, like the A is clearly... I feel like A is just trolling Spencer here.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, Spencer kind of backs off a little easily, too. Because, you know, Spencer wants to spend the rest of the day with Emily to, like, be, like, her personal bodyguard. Yeah. Well,
0: because Spencer's, like... Or, I'm sorry, Emily's, like, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. And Spencer's, like, there are no coincidences with A. And it's almost as though A has set you up to think that so she can fuck with you completely, Spencer. Yeah uh oh. and emily's like spence you've been through a lot in the past few weeks and spencer's like no emily this makes sense okay mona knows you're searching for toby i saw her stare at you at the brew this morning and now this and emily's like yeah all right i'll, I'll keep my eyes open
1: yeah so emily's going you know spencer can't spend the whole day with her because emily's going to swim practice so she takes the banner thing from spencer she's
2: like, like oh yeah up. she's
0: like no she may seem like something bad is going to happen to you tonight but yeah spencer's emily's like sorry i got some practice and uh emily's like i'm not ignoring it but i'm just not really sure what it means you know i'll let me hang on to this i don't want you staring at it the rest of the day
1: spencer makes emily promise to not stop looking for toby emily promises um she says that she'll call spencer when she gets home from swim practice yeah mm-hmm. um meanwhile at ezra's place malcolm is sitting there on ezra's bed playing like a game on like an ipod touch or something um He's got headphones on in the game. Arya says he's in a raid, or he's been in a raid for the past hour. Um, Mm -hmm. Hannah's there with Arya, chilling in the kitchen as Arya makes a PB&J sandwich.
0: I need to comment about these PB&J sandwiches. Please do. She's cutting off the crust. Yeah? You know, you do that for a kid, that kid grows up to be an entitled twat. I'm just saying.
1: Where did you think Malcolm was heading? Look at his parents. His parents
0: well he did have a single mom for a while
1: uh, i don't think and i don't like want to like belittle maggie's struggles as a single mom and i'm sure she's done everything she can to provide the best that she can to to malcolm but she has clearly shown that she's a little bit crazy a little um and then you throw in a guy like ezra who is such a pussy <laughs> I, I hate that we're using these kind of, like, women-centric negative uh,
0: uh, phrases. Gender like normative?
1: Yeah, like twat and pussy, but I mean, good God, look at Ezra. <laughs> oh.
0: I'm just saying, this kid's going to be awful when he gets to high school.
1: No, oh, he's going to be the worst, but, you know, Arya, Arya's not much removed from Malcolm as it is.
0: Cutting the crust off. Nothing but scorn.
1: Um... I'm sure Hannah could pipe in that that's where all the uh, the vitamins are, is in the
0: crust. But I'm sure Hannah doesn't eat bread
1: anymore, except for garlic bread. Um. So, but Hannah, though, taking keeping it real, says, "God, I still can't believe that you're babysitting your boyfriend's kid."
0: And Arya's like, "I can't believe my boyfriend has a kid."
1: I like that Arya like is like she doesn't want to like deal with the reality of what Hannah just said and like the possible insensitivity there. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to match like Hannah's tone yeah yeah like she's in on a joke but <laughs> hannah asked, <laughs> it's like
0: no no no. you are the joke nah
1: hannah asked what will happen if slash when maggie and malcolm actually moved to rosewood you know it was one thing when they were in delaware but if they're here what does that
0: mean for you and as Ez- for what does that mean for ezria you know yeah where does that leave you and, so, and so- Ari's like i don't know we'll figure it out we all see you.
1: and see my problem is the we always do Most relationships shouldn't have the high quotient of we always do that these two have.
0: How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Their love is true and pure. OTP? Just because he's an adult and she's a teenager and they have nothing in common except liking stupid books. Clearly, clearly, it's true love.
1: Ezria forever, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, so Hannah asks if Maggie's okay with Aria being a part of this equation, and, you know, Aria brings Malcolm a sandwich, then Aria and Hannah sit either side of the train set and talk. They sit like, I don't know, like, they're just like, like two old gals gabbing mm-hmm. away. Um, Aria says that if Toby's A, then there had to be signs that they missed.
0: Well, see, and this is what I was talking about, where it's like, they're, acting as the fans and like kind of like theorizing like oh but
1: i i love this one because hannah says that she always wondered how toby found dr sullivan oh
0: and this is like a favorite fan theory that they're bringing up
1: well this is this is a good fucking question yeah
0: yeah i always wonder how toby found dr sullivan after mona ran out of town and he brought her back the exact night mona was caught and it's like and you know mona kind of knew they were getting close to her lair so maybe this was all planned
1: yeah i mean like, it sure was convenient, you know. So, Ari asks, like, well, how was this good for Mona? And Hannah reminds us that Dr. Sullivan was the one who diagnosed Mona with mental disorder, which was adrenalized hyper-reality.
3: Yeah,
0: which kept her out of jail. She got to go to Rattling instead of jail.
1: But, yeah. I, but I like the, the complexity that, that this show allows its characters. Mm-hmm. We talked about how, like, sometimes the liars themselves will re like endorse the notion that hannah is the stupid one Mm -hmm. but here's hannah bringing up this thing that like should not have been like glossed over so easily um so just then outside there's like the sound of a police siren um not a full siren like that i don't know what you would call that little
0: like yeah it's right outside there hannah looks out the window and sees like a police cruiser driving by just kind of like bleeping at siren at somebody we can't see who the driver is, so is it Wilden? We don't know.
1: Yeah, Hannah freaks out. She checks her phone, makes up a story about being late to meet Ashley so she can leave, and then she she takes off and we kinda like leave on a on a shot of Arya's face. And I always wonder, like, can Arya spot bad liars? Mm-hmm. Liars that are as bad as she is? I wonder.
0: Arya's just kinda like, Huh, oh, that was weird. Oh well. Yeah.
1: Back to back to me and Malcolm and Ezra and me. Um meanwhile at the police station, Emily's talking to Pam, who works there. Yeah.
0: Pam suddenly works with the cops uh, and Emily has been telling Pam about like as much as she can just kind of like I'm concerned about Toby you know and Pam's like I'm sure if Toby was really missing his parents would have filed a report by now yeah and Emily's like his family's away and Pam's just like he's probably with them uh, and she's like I'm assuming you've tried to call or text and Emily's like yeah I have I'm just worried that Toby didn't take his breakup with Spencer well and Pam just kind of sighs and she's just like honey he has such a big heart. And you all see the best in everyone. But honestly, I wish that you would just let, you know, just let this guy go. I don't trust Toby. I haven't since he caused that fire.
1: Yeah, so... Pam Which is- I like
0: that they brought that lie back. Yeah. Because Emily can't be like, he didn't start the fire. But it
1: like it's like... Pam bringing that up just like reinforces like Emily like on her hunt like well mm-hmm. that's a lie mom obviously I have to be the one who proves Toby's you know virtuous and wonderful mm-hmm. so Pam takes a call and I love that she's just like let me check on the status of that. <laughs> like like this like you know, like work you know, dialogue let me get your TPS report those uh, things yeah um so she she bounces to do something but well, as she
3: gets
0: up Emily's like hey can I check my email on your computer
1: this is a work computer for law enforcement.
0: Does that mean something?
1: Well, I mean, like, well, no, you can't check your fucking email. Go home. Check it on your phone. Get out of here. Like,
0: she just wants to check her email, man. But,
1: but Pam's like, sure, of course. It's not like this is my work computer. Um, is that like a thing in real jobs? I would, I would hope so. We'll get into that. So, as I, course, I
0: don't even like lock my computer screen when I get up.
1: Well, that's different. You have a yeah. much different job. Um. At Ezra's place. Malcolm stands up on the bed as he completes something in his game and he's just like, yes! And he, like, lays back and...
0: Well, he's, um... He's on uh, the sacred place there, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's like... It's like... just like, uh, uh... Malcolm, you mind? Kind of sacred <laughs> territory.
1: As, as the kid sloshes around in their <laughs> wet spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Arya smiles with satisfaction because, like, even though he's the one who just did whatever he did in this video game, she's just like, I am such a great fucking babysitter mm-hmm. as this kid plays video games for hours. She yeah. turns around um, to leave Spencer a voicemail and Malcolm starts jumping up and down. Like, the-
0: right after she turns around, he gets up and starts jumping on the bed. Yeah. And Arya, she leaves Spencer a quick voicemail. It's basically just like, hey, just want to see how you are. Give me a call. Yeah. And the camera's kind of following her, and just as she hangs out the phone, she reaches for the fridge and says, hey, I'm going to get you some juice boxes, and then, like, clunk, you know, behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. This little wimp has fallen off the bed, and she looks back, like, oh, no. He's, like, on the ground. He's crying. He's got, like, a cut. A uh, spot of blood. Yeah. I, I like Arya, the shusher, kind of pulls him close, and she's just like, shh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she pulls him into his Be quiet. arms no one can hear him. you but Yeah, it's like
0: no more tears now only sleep yeah,
1: like yeah i want her to like just like put her hand over his mouth and like put him to sleep forever but
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i kept thinking like she's just getting blood all over her outfit yeah um so meanwhile back at the police station emily is she's doing a name search on her mom's computer for elam um she keeps like looking around making sure no one is seeing her and this is the thing where like I don't know if this makes me either like lose all respect for the Rosa de- police department or it's totally on par for the course of how they operate. That <laughs> like here is this this teenage girl, like type 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 typing away on like their police department. Well, we have
0: kind of established that they're terrible at their jobs, so
1: I feel like they should have cut across the uh, <laughs> squad room or whatever, where like uh, Officer Barry is just like that's not right. Someone <laughs> I feel like he's her, he's but... just
0: seen it like across the room and he's just kinda like Ah, Whatever. Yeah,
1: he's like, <laughs> N- nah, nah. Yeah, nah. it's my. It, I'm uh, I'm about to get off. So mm-hmm. no. Um. So there's one result for a Elam in Pennsylvania. The picture starts like.
0: Oh, yeah, she cl- she clicks on it and the this picture starts loading. It loads from the bottom, unlike any other computer on Earth.
1: Whoa, it loads from the bottom, like we're on a fucking dial up computer here,
0: but like the dial up computer still loads from the top, like yeah, what kind of magical jpeg is this?
1: it just yeah, it's like the super high like uh HD, I guess, but uh I mean, so I,
0: don't, I don't think that's like literally possible, like
1: loads from the bottom
0: i mean it has to be some sort of weird custom format or animation, like nothing loads from the bottom,
1: hmm. of the cops are just backwards, yeah um, it gets all know. the way
0: to like the shoulders before like Pam starts to come back, so. Emily has to like exit out of that. She doesn't get to see who it was.
1: Pam is coming back from the fax machine. I really think that she was checking on the status of a fax. Mm-hmm. Like she I hate to say it, but Pam's like a glorified secretary.
0: Um I think she is, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So Emily has to close it out. Not even the glorified part.
1: Well, oh, she has all these like police reports in front of her. So I think she's just like doing data entry.
0: Yeah, clerical.
1: Um so Emily has to close it out before she can finish because her mom comes up to her. Um blah, blah, blah. Mom leaves. She starts to search again. And then she gets a text from Toby that says, stop yeah. looking. I'll meet you.
0: It's actually from Toby's contacts. It's not signed Toby. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so over at the brew, Mona is like sitting on the couch in the liar's know. Oh, this
0: is a cool shot. The camera's below the glass table mm-hmm. uh, looking up through the coffee table at Mona as Mona is like counting like this fat stack of hundreds yeah. that she then puts in a little money bag like one of those little money envelopes that that zip up. And then her phone rings and she answers it. And she says, uh, I she say, she says, yeah, it's all here. I'm on my way. Like put some money away. So she gets it to leave. And then we see right behind her on the, kind of through the window on that staircase. It's like kind of out in like a common area of this building,
1: which is directly behind that. Yeah.
0: Spencer has like creeped down and is watching.
1: (laughs) She's been there for some time. Like, Mona could have turned around at any point and seen Spencer.
0: No, no, no. You see, Spencer actually like she like creeps down. Like she's not there the whole time. Actually, if you if you watch it, you can see she she would just walk down there.
1: Well, so but Mona like leaves the brew. She's walking out. Spencer's giving chase. She well, keeps at like, one
0: point. Spencer's less than five feet away from Mona. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like she keeps like trying to hang back. I mean, like they're mm-hmm. really they're going through the motions of communicating like the uh, proper way to tail somebody. but well, it, like it's ridiculous.
0: It's almost like Mona knows she's being followed. Because she yeah. does, after all, live in an adrenalized hyperreality. reality She's not a fucking amateur.
1: Right. But Spencer's way Keep too Keep that close. in mind. Yeah. And her inherent Spencer Hastingsness is too hard to disguise. But so I can't we,
0: believe they took this... They took this I, kid I'm to the fucking not to use, ER. I'm trying not to use gender normative terms here. But they took this kid to the fucking ER. This little wuss. For like... like a It looks like a rug burn on his chin. And it's like the doctor has, like, a little gauze, and he's dabbing it. You know, this kid's, what, seven? Mm-hmm. Is that right? When I was eight, I broke my arm at school, like, during recess. Didn't even tell anyone till I like, got home.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: That's just how I roll. This kid's a pussy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Laying down in bed? Like, not even, like, sitting on the... The, uh, you know, bed there. He's actually laying down. Like, what, are they going to put an IV in him or something? I really they need to feel like keep, we should, ch- check his pulse constantly?
1: We should just put a pin on this whole PLL thing. Just put mm-hmm. you on the couch and see if you want to talk about some of these issues.
0: I don't have any issues. Do this you, kid this kid has issues. Do you feel like your parents loved you? Sure. Okay.
1: So, Ezra's there of Aria um, as a doctor's, like, rubbing... Have you ever bone. broken your arm? No. Oh, you should do it sometime. I, <laughs> I live my life
0: right. Mm-hmm. Um, Jumping off the swings. Good times.
1: What was the thing with your face? What was that from?
0: <laughs> that was earlier. Um, that was a tree. Well, first it was, a, it was a bike jump, and then it was a tree. tree one? I was sledding down a hill, and I hit the That
1: was, tree. like, two different incidents, right? Because I was, like, scab and, like, fresh wound. Well,
0: well yeah. I, so, just... We're totally off topic now. Uh, there's a there's a picture of me from my youth where I have like blood all over the side of my face because from like broken scabs. It's because when I was uh, maybe four, I uh, jumped off a bike jump and like we'd put a log out to measure how far we could go to see if we could like or like a, like a four by four to like see if we could clear it. And my front tire hit it and I went over the handlebars and like you know ground my face in the pavement. Uh, so then a week later, when it was all still scabbed up, I was sledding on a, a mountain, and I ran into a tree, a pine tree, and it broke all the scabs. And so my parents took a picture of it.
1: Some podcasts want, like, beer sponsorships. Apparently, we just want, like, I don't know, like, like Band-Aid sponsorships or something? Mm.
0: I, I know I have a higher tolerance for pain than most people, but, like... This kid does not belong in an ER. This kid, have, this kid requires a first aid kit. That's all he requires. You don't have like a high tolerance for to pain.
1: You have like a strange arousal when it comes to pain.
0: True. Um, I mean, I, I guess he could say like Ezra and Arya are both like idiots when it comes to kids. So they're like, ah, oh, let's take him to the ER. Right. Like, right. Uh, just. You're giving this kid bad ideas. Well, again, part of older. me
1: wanted her to have like blood spots all over that weird, ugly, white sweater coat thing she's well, wearing. Just so she wouldn't
0: she shouldn't... wouldn't be able to wear it again? Yeah, so she <laughs> yells, I should be banned
1: from being around all children.
0: Ezra's like, that's fair.
1: Yeah, and then she's like, you have every right to be angry with me. And Ezra's not angry with her. Malcolm banged this chips up. That's what happens to your little boy. But
0: then... He does see a little boy. Nice, more gender-normative terminology from you, Ezra. Yeah. Only little boys can cut their chins. Yeah, um, yeah. But then he's like, so you were talking to Spencer when he fell? Yeah. And Ari's like, no. Like I said, I left her a quick message, and then I hung up the phone. And he's like, you didn't see him jumping on the bed? And she's like, Ezra, by the time I turned around, it was too late. So you weren't watching him the whole time. It sure sounds like you're angry at me. Yeah. I just want to be clear on what happened so I, you know I know what to tell Maggie.
1: He's like, when I later pit you and Maggie against each other, <laughs> because I will be blameless, I, I just want to make sure, you know, well, you have your story straight when she claws your fucking eyes out. Um, Arya says to tell Maggie that she feels like crap, that her son got hurt while Arya Aria was watching him, and that she should have been watching him closer, and tell her that I'm so sorry, but I don't know the first thing about being a parent. And she has big, crazy mm-hmm. Arya eyes for this one.
0: And like, neither do I. Well, he goes from this, like,
1: dead-eyed face as he listens to her to this like pseudo cheesy smile as he's just like hey not-
0: well i feel like Arya, you're like you're a bad liar Arya. all all you needed to say was i turned around to get some juice boxes from the fridge i didn't see he was jumping and you know then he fell and that's it you don't even need to mention the phone
1: but while she's at it she might want to be like hey ezra
0: could you climb out of
1: my ass? Could you do that for me? Could you just climb right out of there? Yeah, Ezra, you're terrible. Um, meanwhile, out in the woods, where it's, it's like nighttime. wooded
0: wooded road. Not, I'm I'm sure it's like close to the location they filmed that Wilden stuff in the last episode. Although I think it's supposed to be a much different place here. Right. Uh, Spencer is in her car, lights off, just watching. As about a hundred feet ahead, she sees Mona getting out of her. Like, Chevy, uh, what is that? I don't know. It's like a little compact Chevy They're car. They're
1: the only cars out there. So when Mona stops her car, if she looks, if she just happens to accidentally look in the rearview mirror, she will see Spencer's car behind her.
0: Yeah. But Mona gets out and just, like, walks into the woods. Walks in so, the tree
1: line. So, you know, as far as the dark Spencer soccer goes, we're not out of the woods yet. No. No.
0: no. So Spencer gets out and follows. She chases
1: now. Now mm-hmm. she's now she's running. She's not like hiding it. I don't think her presence anymore. So it's a Marin house.
3: Well,
0: she did wait till Mona like entered the woods. So
1: true, but she's I guess she's trying to make up the distance yeah. now. Um, Hannah gets home and calls Ashley. She says, "You know, mom, where are you? Call me when you get this." Then she hears like a car honk from the mm-hmm. back of the house area. So Hannah then walks into the previously unseen Marin garage, which is not attached to the house. I'm guessing must be like behind the house a little bit. Is it? I think it's one of those like driveways on the side of the house that you kind of okay yeah. yeah um so there's Wilden's car uh
0: yeah police cruiser's in the garage the siren is still on uh and the dashcam video is playing on like the onboard computer there uh, with amazingly good audio yeah as we we hear Hannah it's, I like how Hannah gets to see the confrontation she gets to watch her mom run over Wilden. Yeah, you know, because she's watching the video and we we see the whole scene replayed. Uh, see, one important detail is that uh, we cannot see we barely see Wilden's head like we can't see him reaching for a gun or anything because the, no. the car obstructs that. So this would this would certainly hurt uh, uh, Ashley's case a little here.
1: The only thing that really helps her is him yelling, either you shut Hannah up or I will. Um, yeah, yeah. The Rosa police cap is still sitting there on the passenger seat next to the uh, like uh, cop, you know, laptop. Um, yeah, so like Hannah watches that footage of her mom running and over and just gasps.
0: I feel like she's got to be at least a little happy to watch this though, right? Like, wow, mom, that was awesome.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure Hannah, well, Hannah, who's the girl, I was like, hey, don't worry, maybe he's just dying. Slowly, mm-hmm. somewhere in the woods, as life leaves yeah, him, where shell. no one will find
0: him until yeah. he's been eaten so much that animals the animals will use him
1: as both like their feed and as a toilet. Yeah, um, and a shelter. Yeah. <laughs> so, meanwhile, like in the warehouse district somewhere, um this is Brookhaven. It's
0: Brookhaven. Yeah. Uh, Emily rolls into like a creepy alleyway. Her car's navigation says she's arrived at her destination. We can see it's somewhere in Brookhaven. Right. Uh and it's she looks at her clock at six fifty three PM. It looks at her phone and her phone text from Toby says, Meet me on Olivia Drive at seven PM alone. So uh she apparently it's gotten there early because there doesn't seem to be anyone else around, so she's like kills her engine and she's gonna wait.
1: Yeah. So back in the yard, ER, Malcolm is fine. He's still laying in bed. He has
0: a band aid, like a single band aid. Yeah, on a fucking
1: band aid. Um mm-hmm. Ari and Ezra are on either side of the bed, on the other side of this kid, trying to cheer him up. Aria's I feel like on... they should be like, hey,
0: kid, let's get the story straight.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll give you some ice cream if you can man up for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Aria says that when Malcolm's feeling better, Ezra's going to take him on a trampoline. Ezra's like, I am?
0: <laughs> yeah, Malcolm, we're going to be kings of the trampoline. Kings of the trampoline. Yeah. I feel like that this is... guy Ezra's... has a master's of fine arts in English literature.
1: That's going to be Ezra's new like short story in Harper's, <laughs> Kings of the Trampoline. Um. So Aria just kind of like... It's a
0: song. It's a number.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's a little B twenty six for your ass. Oh, Gold falafel cut. as through ice. That's deep cut. Um mm-hmm.
1: so Ari kinda of backs away just as Maggie walks in. I love that like Maggie's just literally entered the room and aria instantly goes into the Maggie, I am so sorry.
0: And Maggie one hundred percent ignores everything she's saying. Yep. Goes straight to Malcolm and is doing the whole like I'm super mom like nothing was okay till I was here and now everything is fine because I'm here. Um and then like Arya kind of backs away a little and then a nurse walks up. Hold on hold,
1: she- on, hold on. Maggie then turns to Ezra to ask how bad the cut is and blah mm. blah blah parent cuts doctors stitches stitches. But she she only includes Ezra in this like bastion of good parenting display mm. to further exclude Arya.
0: Yeah, and then a nurse comes up and like, are you immediate family? And Arya's like, well, no. And she's like, well, then you'll need to wait out there. And she like closes a curtain, like, blocking Arya off from the rest of them.
1: In your fucking face, Arya. Yeah. yeah. Then Arya, again.
0: You're not part of the family.
1: She turns her face to us, the camera, whatever, and emotes. <laughs> I love it. This episode, like the, the, just the camera angles in the direction, is so fascinating. I love it. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, out in the woods, Spencer's now jogging along a trail looking for Mona. Then well, she, she
0: gets to like a, a small clearing. Right. And we see there's like a, what appears to be somebody laying prone on the ground, like maybe on like a tarp next to a like a small campsite.
1: Well, first, what you see is like a motorcycle with what appears to be smoke coming from it mm. and a body. And then but there's also, like, a, a chair. Right, right. No, so as she, she's, like, approaching, like, very curiously, very cautiously. And then you see there's a, there's a campsite set up there. The smoke is actually from, like, an extinguished fire. Mm-hmm. There's a body laying on a blanket wearing a leather jacket and a helmet.
0: There's blood. A, a, a motorcycle helmet, you know, yeah. so it's, like, covering everything.
1: There's blood there pooled around the midsection of the body, and then we see a tattoo underneath the jacket. Yeah, uh, blood, blood on the
0: yeah. yeah, Jack gets ridden up, when we see the tattoo, 901, free at last.
1: Oh,
2: shit! In
0: that kind of, like, gothic-type set. Uh, hey, that's Toby's tattoo. Uh, what would Toby be doing lying face down in a pool of blood with a helmet on so he can't see his face? Mm. Uh, and Spencer, like, gasps and, like, ducks down, and she's kind of like, oh, my God, you know, freaking out, reaches for the helmet, uh, and then she hears something, a noise from the tree line, looks Crack over, Twigs, yeah, and we just hear Mona say he's dead and then Mona like runs away. Like we just see her, like you can barely see her in the shed, you know, cause it's dark. You just see like her silhouette yeah. running away, back up the, the uh, path that like Spencer took to get to this place. So
1: then Spencer looks back at the body and then she just like gives into this rage. Cause she's, mm-hmm. she's basically abandoned the idea of lifting up the visor and double checking it's Toby. She screams out, chases after like, Mona. Yeah. She's screaming out in the same, like, tenor and, like, terror of how she screamed out, DIE!
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Ago. Um, uh,
0: we get a quick shot of Mona uh, kind of running through the woods. And Mona, I, I'm, like, slow mowing it here because you can see she's kind of smiling a little. Like, she has a little bit of a grin as she's running. And she, like, she looks back and is like, and then, like, turns around and runs away again.
1: Just like the guy from the actual A-Team. Mona loves it when the plan comes together. Mm-hmm. The, it's no longer like Spencer, who's like chasing after Mona. It's now this like rabid Hastings beast. Um, they keep chasing. They keep doing this kind of thing. Finally, Spencer comes through a clearing and realizes that she's like lost. Mona. She keeps like looking around, and the camera starts like spinning around her.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, it, well, it's for a lot of it. Spencer's spinning around. The camera stays on her, mm-hmm. so it's like the background spinning. But then she stops, and the camera's spinning around her and. She just collapses to the ground. She's breaking down crying. She's actually like she's hyperventilating. You know, yeah. she she literally like grabs her heart, you know, yeah. like like she might just die right there. Like she can barely breathe.
1: Yeah, there's like this just weird like cyclone of emotions mm-hmm. as like Spencer breaks down, they're like utterly destroyed by all of this. Um and then of course in that kind of just like emotional pit of despair, we cut over to Arya's house.
0: <laughs> where- oh, it might have gone to a commercial there, I'm not sure. But actually, is this Arya's house or is this Ella's apartment? I think this is
1: Arya's house. I don't think they're gonna concoct. I don't think this. so. I feel like this is supposed to be Ella's apartment because it's very like 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 a lot of wood and stuff. And I feel yeah. like Ella just comes over to like hear Arya's fucking problems.
0: Um, so just, I still think it's Ella's apartment.
1: Well, they're. They're sitting on a very like 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 a bay window kind of thing like bench like there's lots of oaky wood shit mm-hmm. around them. Aria has apparently now told Ella what's really up of you know Ezra and Malcolm and Maggie, yeah. and she says that she's sorry to have lied to Ella, which is just imagine that, mm-hmm. um, and
0: she's like, "Are you mad <laughs> <laughs> Ari's like uh, so I lied to you earlier today, but like are you mad or can we just like slide right on past that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mad? No. Sad? A little. Because I don't know how to help you with this situation. Yeah. And Ari says, am I just crazy to think this could work? And my notes just say, Ella's face. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ella so has this look like, um, mm, biting my tongue on that one. The, see, the thing about Holly
1: Marie Combs is that I feel like half the time she has this bemused LOL look on her face, and the other half of time... It's a a sympathetic, this sure is shitty look on her face. Well, I feel like
0: Ella in this moment, I mean, I I don't think Ella ever really truly approves of the Ezra thing. And I think Ella knows if you start, like, Ella's like a fish just nibbled. If I start cranking the reel, it's going to run away. Yeah. So I'm just going to be very cool, you know?
1: This is Ella, like, showing her, her finesse.
0: Yeah, and Ella says, well, it definitely is not going to be easy.
1: So Hannah, she says that it was one thing when Malcolm and Maggie live in Delaware, but if they move here yeah.
0: and I was like, it's even more complicated. Yeah. Aria says, Esther seems really happy to have him in his life. And I says, having a child is great, but it completely changes your life. It starts being about what you want. <laughs> Good luck with that, Arya." And it starts being about what you can do to make your child's life better. And Arya says, I, "I know that things are going to change between us. Obviously, the question is how much." So,
1: oh, I like I like that she puts a certain inflection. Obviously, which reminded me from the previous episode.
0: <laughs> obviously,
1: yeah, obviously. Um, so yeah, Ella wonders what Ezra has to say about all this, and Arya kind of sighs and she says that Ezra thinks they can work if they both try. And so, Ella, this is where I feel like El- Ella's. This- tiptoeing
0: and she might have lost it here she says no i think i i this is i'll be honest this is one of my favorite scenes between these two characters okay um because ellis you know the question is uh you know he thinks that they can both make it work they try and ella's like maybe it can but it's also okay if you don't want it to because i feel like Arya's young enough to like not really know how to end a relationship you know like she she, you know because Arya, she's crying and she's like i love him and Ella's like, I know you do, but not every relationship is meant to last forever. And sometimes the best thing you can do is take a step back and give yourself a chance to breathe.
1: If you had taken those same words you put them as text over like a picture of an ocean or maybe like <laughs> a picture of a girl reading a book in a field, Ella's got her own fucking like Pinterest board brewing.
0: Um, well, I feel like so Arya, like, literally, like, legitimately wouldn't really know that at her age and her experience.
1: Which, yeah, makes sense, yeah. Because, I mean, this is her first real romance, mm-hmm. and of course it's going to be for... Well, and
0: you could somewhat make the argument that it's probably the most serious of all the different the relationships on the show. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a fucking farce, but as far <laughs> as the two of them are concerned, you know? Yeah, I guess, um... They seem like the ones who'd be most likely to make long-term plans together.
1: Well, because, you know, Ezra's closer yeah. to the grave than Arya. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he wants to lock it down. Exactly.
0: It's more serious just because of that. And Arya doesn't really know what to do in a situation where it's like, I still like this guy, but maybe this isn't the relationship I want to be in anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because it's not what she wants. It's not on her terms. She's not somebody who... who granted this is ridiculous she shouldn't have to put up with this shit but she's not used to how does a relationship change how do you adapt how do you have to adapt
3: yeah
0: and also you know like she didn't sign up for this
1: yeah she didn't she's she is still a girl in high school mm-hmm. uh, and never mind the fact that this guy's was her fucking teacher anyway the camera pulls back a little bit and again it's like it's just leaving Ellen aria to ponder this like let this sink in and i mm-hmm. like that there's like a, I don't know, like there's something about it's like a more subtle f- like shade of horror that this
0: this lingering pa- mm. like lingering image leaves you with, you know, like. Well, I think people Ella,
1: trapped in a room in their own home.
0: Ella could have said like you need to dump this guy, but instead she just basically said, just FYI, Arya, like sometimes people do end relationships for these reasons, you know. She's not she's not saying Arya needs to or anything, but she's just saying like this this would be on the table.
1: It would take a, uh, a Leo DiCaprio to explain this fully, but what Ella's is doing is something called Inception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in that alleyway where Emily is parked, she checks her phone. No messages. She checks the time. It's now 9.15. She's yeah. about
0: to drive away. God, what has she been doing the whole time?
1: <sighs> Words of friends, diddling herself under a blanket. Who knows? Um, she's about to drive away when she glances in the side-viewed mirror. And she sees... By the way, is she still dating Page? Paige? I mean well, I know. Technically she is, speaking, sure. But I mean like ugh. um Did you want
0: Paige to just suddenly rise up from the passenger seat. No.
1: <laughs> Barf. Mm. Um so then she like she sees like Redcoat walking past behind her well, I love, to the side of the mirror.
0: I love the way they frame Redcoat, and because I edited that video I'm very familiar with the way they do it. Um uh, Redcoat, you never really see her like watching. It's always like you look and there's Redcoat walking away yeah and you're like how long was she there you know like um yeah it's a great
1: it's a great sense of implied observation mm. was there yeah, implied yeah voyeurism.
0: redcoat walking away and she looks behind her and it looks like redcoat just went into that like warehouse over there so emily gets out and she like walks over to this warehouse and opens it up comes inside and it's like a all-night woodworking facility or something <laughs> what the fuck is this place
1: i i don't I, there's like so there's, many jokes there's some dudes
0: in like. the back like staining a door um the e- emily flags down the first guy she can find and it turns out to be that dude who was driving toby's car earlier i feel like tr- uh, truck.
1: it's like a reverse like substance joke at night it's a, it's an all-night like like woodworking shop during mm-hmm. the day it's the hottest gay club <laughs> in brookhaven we work hard and then we play hard sorry. Yeah. Um yeah so she goes up to this guy whose name we've never gotten. I think
0: it's actually Chris but not that it matters. Boring. So he,
1: he asks what she's doing here and he's like oh well, he's you like Toby's out of town.
0: Well uh he's like I'm sorry what are you doing here? And she's like I'm supposed to meet Toby. He says I told you he's out of town. And she says I know but I just got a text from him and he told me to meet him here a few 2 hours ago. And he's like uh, I don't know what to tell you I haven't seen him. Uh, did you see a blonde coming through here? No, he's come through here in the past few hours. I just saw her. She was wearing a red coat. Look, no Toby, no girl in a red coat, no unicorns either. Sorry, Emily.
2: Yeah.
0: And she says, How did you know my name? And he says, Because uh, he told me earlier. she's like, No, I didn't. And he just gives her this kind of hard look, and he's like, I got to get back to work.
1: I don't know if it's a hard look, though. It's, it's to me, it was very expressionless. But
0: not hard so much as, um, like there's nothing like a, like a brick you. wall yeah. yeah there's
1: there's nothing for you to follow up on there's mm-hmm. no there's nothing for you to question um which yeah, is so why like, i really feel
0: like this guy has been told like emily's my crazy ex just don't engage Yeah, you because know? i feel like that's how he's treating her
1: yeah either that like my crazy ex or one of her friends mm-hmm. you know is gonna stop by yeah
0: um so emily is just like
1: well that's that's just weird and she as walks if
0: out. no as if the whole town wouldn't know your name emily and yeah, know to cross sure. the street when you came walking by. Yeah,
1: like, like, you literally been on the front page of the paper probably numerous times. So first of all, mm-hmm. wouldn't Emily be a huge part of the whole Maya story, the continuing yeah. Maya story? Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so maybe, although they, uh, I mean, they're minors, so maybe they kept it out of the newspapers. I don't yeah. know. Although so, are they
1: still minors now? Yeah, they're still minors. Well, they're at
0: seventeen, right? I don't know what constitutes a minor. Is it is it age of consent? Is it just eighteen always? Like, what oh. is a minor? Do you Again, have to be still be in high school
1: i believe the age of consent in pennsylvania is still 18
0: no it's not you sure pretty sure yeah you looked that up Cause, well because various people have said there, there's like this whole debate online because people like to call as sort of, a pedophile because it's funny and um he's in a pedophile well it's it's funny and, and somewhat descriptive but people you know another people are like he's not a pedophile right. you know this is the age of consent and it's like Okay, like, yes, in the technical dictionary sense, he's not a pedophile, but it is still illegal for a teacher to date a student in the state of Pennsylvania. And, and
1: the moral and ethical, yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's more, like, in the dictionary sense, he's a pedophile, someone who's attracted to teenagers. A pedophile is basically prepubescent children. Um, I could have swore just for the sake of the podcast when we first started that I looked it up and the age of consent was 18. I could be mistaken. I think I'm, I looked I'm it up on pretty like sure it's like
0: 16 or something.
1: So if you are listening to this and you're in the state of Pennsylvania, call us in. Let us know. Um, are teenagers fucking in Pennsylvania at 17? Get back to us.
0: Um, are they? <laughs> I, I feel like I can confirm that for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, in Hannah's kitchen, Ari is over to help Hannah out. Hannah is freaking the fuck out she's hit the laptop a dozen times and it won't break or crack
0: <laughs> she's got a fucking hammer she's yeah. like i've been whacking this thing yeah. and it still won't break uh and it won't stop playing that video over and over well i love
1: and, like that doesn't matter because whoever put that car in the garage has probably made copies
0: mm-hmm. smart Arya, because you did it
1: um but Arya's a little like manic herself
0: yeah and Arya's like uh you know we have to figure out or wait, maybe it's Hannah. Let's uh, figure out, you know, this has to be A, because why would Wilton put the car there, basically?
1: So Arya's yeah. like, so, again, because Arya is the audience proxy, she's like, so if A did this and no one has seen Wilden, does that mean that Wilden is dead and that A has his body? Well, the girls don't know.
0: Well, and, and the 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 writers are just playing at the audience right here. They're making you think, was Wilden the body that Spencer saw? Was that not Toby? What's going on? I want
1: to kind of paraphrase uh some of this jacob clifton t-wop recap for just a minute here where he talks Mm -hmm. about uh the fact that like everything everything on the show with the body is like you're either dead or you're not dead but it's always the same time like Mm -hmm. um uh, melissa was you know pregnant or was fake pregnant longer than she was actually pregnant um ian was sending out texts like well after he died maya <laughs> was both in like a schrodinger's box and a skinner's box at the same time before she actually turned up dead you know the whole show is predicated on the fact that allison's prancing all over the place and she's been dead for at least a year before the show ever even, ever even started Yeah, allison's
0: been dead for like two years now but they keep hallucinating her
1: right and so like the body the situation especially when we get to the car like you know maybe it's wilden's maybe it's toby's maybe it's jason you know it, it,
0: mm, yeah really maybe Jay, we hadn't seen jason all we've heard is that he Emily got a text yeah. which anyone could have sent you know
1: and again just to to one last shout out to how great jacob clifton is in these recaps and t he's like i could go on but i should stop this is how spencer's happen in <laughs> bonus
0: exactly um
1: yeah so Plus, we talk about the madness again. So just bringing Ari in to back you up on something <laughs> so crazy. But Yeah,
0: so maybe A has a body and Hannah's like, I don't know. And Arya thinks Hannah should tell her mom about this. Because after Arya just had a good talk with her mom, right? clearly Hannah needs to have a good old talk with her mom too. And she's That's like, true. seriously, Hannah, our moms can handle a lot more than you think. And I like how while she's doing this, she's like getting like a bottle of like seltzer water out of the fridge, like one for her and one for Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. It's such weird random blocking for them to do. Right. Um, uh, I feel uh, like the, the showrunners love doing shit like that.
1: But Hannah points out that their moms are a lot different than each other. And Hannah's like, mine hit the accelerator. Remember? <laughs> we do Hannah. And it was awesome. Yeah. Um. Hannah doesn't want to involve Ashley until they know more. I love that that's Hannah's like style. Like,
0: Let's we won't involve anyone until we know more. Well, let's we, not we know do what anything we're dealing
1: sensible with. until mm-hmm. we know what we're dealing with. Arya's like, she already is involved, Hannah. She's on that video, and it doesn't look good for her.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> Hannah's like, if, if A drove that car here, then who knows? You know, The cops could be on their way right now. So uh, get your car, Arya. Like we're we're heading out.
1: They get your car and follow me. Hannah marches off, and then Arya just kind of looks past her, like basically looking past us again, mm-hmm. the audience. And she's like, "Where are we going?" <laughs> um. So back in the industrial again, I just I had to like just for my own sake, I want to point out Brookhaven again is where the doll hospital was. Yes, it's where uh, Allison met Duncan, and later Arya met Duncan or Vivian. Dark Blue met Duncan. Um, that was just driving me nuts, and I had to bring that up. Um, yeah, so Emily is walking out of that workshop. She's heading back to her car, which is, I don't know, 200 yards away.
0: She stops. Oh, it's like we, 50 feet.
1: Yeah, well, she stops, and we get this weird, for a moment, like slanted camera
0: angle, looking at the alley and her and the car. Getting a little Dutch. Yeah, there's uh, there's glass on the ground. Not in Emily's air. Uh, yeah. Their window has been smashed in. Her driver's side window. Yeah. And Emily uh, just kind of walks over, like, oh, that's weird. Peers in and sees there's uh, like a red, shiny, like, uh, ins- one of those, like, package insulated envelopes that says yeah. Emily on it. Yeah. On her driver's seat yeah. through
1: her broken window. Yeah.
0: And she just reaches in, opens it. Inside, there's a little miniature black coffin, like old school, kind of angular coffin.
1: Like a coffin shaped box. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it- very gothic. Yeah
0: opens it up and there's like a scroll like a like a rolled up this little note in a scroll and she unrolls it and it says in red possibly blood it says toby is no more a
1: yeah it looks <laughs> like it's written in blood like blood spots she reaches back into the envelope and pulls out a, what is basically a program for tony's funeral toby yeah um in loving memory on the on the cover is a picture of toby smiling like a goon and mm-hmm. then the bible verse psalm, psalm 23 4 yeah and Emily's like, "Oh, you're not gonna read that?
0: You want, like, I yeah, was gonna, yeah. so I, I, I walk wanted you to through. read it so I could jump in with like the Coolio line afterwards, just to annoy you. But I won't now.
1: That'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. That'd be, and then if Michelle Pfeiffer, I'll like, take a look at Emily's my life. Sorry, Michelle Pfeiffer walks in and sits down across from Emily, mm-hmm. just stares at her. Yeah, Emily's well, like, like nice, the alley. nice
0: presentation, eh? Like the little coffin with like a note right written in blood. Number, well you you, done.
1: You don't call a an amateur, but mm-hmm. like a. You know, the, the showmanship of A, once the whole supervillain thing is done and A retires down to a real profession, I'm thinking party planner.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she really, A would probably crush it on Pinterest.
1: He or she really
0: knows how to, like, just frame an event. Make it so big. you're saying that it's Nolcon? Oh. Well, Nolcon
1: is more about catering, apparently. <laughs> like, that's his specific thing. He puts
0: out a good spread.
1: Yeah, he puts out a good spread. I think Egg would definitely hire Nolcon. To either, you know, do the, the catering and or the DJing. Um, oh, wow. We could do a whole. That's a whole fanfic right there. Um, mm-hmm. So meanwhile, on the side of a lake somewhere, <laughs> this is when, I, when I we love first watched the show, I fucking lost my shit. This is, this is bonkers right
3: here.
0: Well, the shows, it's like they're just rubbing it in your face. Like our our little liars here, Hannah and Arya, they're so goofy. They're just going to go shove a car, a stolen cop car. They're just going to shove it. Into the lake to get rid of some evidence. This is A- the in most their bonkers heels, you know? thing
1: to ever <laughs> yeah. happen, ever. This is the craziest fucking thing they've ever They're done. They're in
0: like, like, like bootsy heel, you know, things yeah like they're it's not like they dress for the occasion at all but this is just a another day in the life of the liars you know I,
1: it's part of the reason why i especially wanted to harp on the outfits they were wearing because mm-hmm. this is the same outfits that they're wearing as they do this madness here um, yeah they've pushed it so far t- into the lake and aria wants to rethink this and then hannah well, the car's like it right
0: on the edge of the lake yeah she
1: pushes some more on her own and the car just goes in the water so the two of them watch it well, hannah, I like
0: aria's like she starts pushing She's so like i'm serious hannah really, really need to rethink this. And Hannah's just like, whatever, pushes it right in.
1: So, yeah, as it's, like, finally, like, like taking hold and sinking, Hannah's just like, too late. Mm -hmm. So, there's a great shot from, like, half in the water, like, the car's POV watching the girls.
0: Before we get that, we get, like, the the crane shot, like, pulling away as we go to commercial. Making them very small, yeah. Seemingly, it comes right back from commercial to, like, this, like, POV shot from the water.
1: Basically what you're going to see is a lot of cool camera tricks because they, they clearly could not submerge a mm-hmm. car into this lake this set. And so they do a lot of interesting things like basically working around that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're watching this thing like we get the impression that it's not quite fully
0: submerged well, yet. They're watching and and Aris like what if it just stays like that? Yeah. I thought it would sink faster, you know. And he has like it'll sink. And Aris like they're going to be looking for this car. And Han's like, I know. And Ari says, look, if they find it, and they trace it back to us, we're gonna be really gonna be totally screwed. And Hannah's like, Yep.
1: <laughs> yep. So finally the car stinks or sinks. Nice mm-hmm. use of like, like air bubbles, like these escaping air bubbles coming up. And Hannah's just like Told you it'd sink. And then for a brief moment there, the turn signal light comes flashing on.
0: Was it the turn signal or the siren?
3: I couldn't uh, tell. It's, 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 it's hard a, it's a to tell. It's a solid red, red flashing. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I figured it's like the turn signal because I thought you might actually see the blue through the water even though it's dark yeah. water. I don't know. So then it stops and the girls kind of sigh and they go back to Arya's car. This... This is the, like, oh, shit, this is Sparta moment of this. This is nuts. It's just crazy.
0: There's a couple teenage girls dumping a car into the lake. They like, will, oh, they well, will, let's go back home now.
1: They will go back to their normal fucking lives after this. That's what's so insane about it. Then again, you know, these we, are girls.
0: We, we joked a little about a, a PLL video game. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's this kind of game, you know, where sometimes you just have to go dump a car
1: we at some point we'll get into some ideas for a PLL video game. It's not fully fleshed out, but uh, you know, if you're out there like looking to make a PLL like a downloadable like phone game for like iOS, talk to us. We have ideas. Oh, I
0: think you'd do better than phone game. I want a fully immersive like console game.
1: You know that would be fantastic. I totally agree with you there, but I think that there's a kind of brilliance to this being something you can play on your phone.
0: You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you wouldn't want it to be some of that like Kim Kardashian bullshit. But
1: like though. I said, uh, we came up with a lot of ideas on a road trip, and I've got them written mm. down. Some point we'll get into them. They're it's juicy. It's a hell of a game. Um, so cut back to the Marin kitchen. As she's there with some Chinese takeout when Hannah comes in. She's been trying to call Hannah for the last hour, and you know Hannah apologized, saying that she had to help Arya out with something.
0: Oh, before we get to that, yes. um, maybe it's just because the I think it was the season two finale that killing happened around. Around the same time this aired, this episode. Okay. But when I was watching this episode, and I, I think I'm not the only one who thought this, it was like, is there somebody in the trunk of that car? Right. Like, did they just like murder Wilden? Possibly. Right. Right. Like that was that was a thought I had when watching this episode. Or is this like also the Nicky and Paolo moment? Yeah, exactly. You know, like are they are they killing someone without even knowing it? Like, did they just kill Toby?
1: It's really a shame that. Emily killed somebody in the show before Aria could, because, oh, yeah, yeah, I All don't right. think I need to explain that. Um, yeah. So Hannah asks if Ash is OK, and Ash says no, but she's getting there because she thinks she saw Detective Wilton today.
0: Yeah, she's not sure. She drove by the accident on the way home. And guess what? His car was gone. Well, Hannah so, is just
1: like staring at her just like, well, the, what?
0: Well, this is great because uh, the camera basically stays on Hannah through most of this conversation. Right. So we're just seeing Hannah react, you know, It because Ashley's just like the car wasn't there, you know, like his, his car is gone. Of course, I panicked at first then it occurred to me if he'd really been injured, we would have heard about it right, right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like if he's going to press charges, we would have heard about it right now by now. Mm-hmm. And Hannah just has this look like it's like the sinking pit in her stomach. Like, oh, man, you you are misinterpreting the information you have. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, she then ponders that maybe she didn't hit him that hard. Maybe he woke up and realized that he was in the wrong. Well,
0: like, Ashley's just, like, self deluding right now. You yeah, know, yeah. maybe this whole thing is just going to go away. And they they kind of nod. And, and Hannah is basically like, she's watching her mom. And there's, like, on the one hand, she's kind of, she has more information than Ashley. Mm. And she has, like, that kind of sinking feeling that her mom's being duped. But mm. then she's also watching her mom talk herself into something that they both know is bullshit
1: right well it's, i think it's especially when the maybe will didn't have realized that he was mm. in the wrong like come on ashley yeah You're not that dumb and hannah's um,
0: just like uh, she can't say anything yeah yeah
1: so ashley then gets up says she's gonna get some sleep she says she'll see hannah in the morning and hannah's just like sitting there at the table but my, i my other thought was like for ashley to then like, call back from the stairs like also do something with all that fucking chinese food
0: I actually went and bought a lot of takeout Chinese food. That is a which, lot of food. Once again, I am hungry for Chinese food watching PLL. You know how long it's been since I've had good Chinese food? How long has it been? Uh, what year is it? 2014? Uh, 10 years. You had good
1: Chinese food?
0: Well, uh, maybe I had one like once or twice in there, but yeah, about 10 years. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's I That's a whole other problem. It is. That's a whole other podcast.
1: Yeah. God damn. um So the next day at Esther's place, Maggie and Malcolm were playing up just a whole fucking mess of Legos on the floor.
0: Esther's well, just like, "Move fucking in, why don't you?"
1: Yeah. Well, he's like laying on the bed, talking on the phone, and he's just like, "It's like the accident didn't happen." He is maybe three feet away from them. Those are the like.
0: Those are like old school Legos too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they look kind of cool. Um she's like yeah malcolm's doing just fine he's talking to Arya, who's in her bedroom on the phone on the other end of this conversation she's mm-hmm. glad to hear that he's okay Arya's outfit now. this is the next day i mean as we said she's wearing mm-hmm. black pants with like metal stud things on the side of the yeah, blue they're legs like,
0: they're like round studs
1: what's well, like it's like she just took those off of hannah's previous outfit and mm-hmm. put them on her pants
0: and then she is wearing it's like a button-up blue shirt a long sleeves sleeve with uh white skulls all over it.
1: All over it, like weird animated white skulls. Um it's also fairly yeah. fairly see-through. Um is it? later on well later on in the next scene, you can totally make out Arya's black bra underneath hmm. that shirt. Um it's just
0: Yeah. My on, God. Fitz is like, hey, why don't you come over? We're about to build a castle. And he's Arya's, just like, yeah, I'd love to, but uh, something, something. My mom in her kitchen.
1: Yeah, paint her kitchen.
0: Um, she says she'll call him later, and he says, all
1: right. And he tells her that he loves her, and then she does the thing where she pauses for like thirty seconds, and then she's like, "Love you too." <laughs> also, I pushed a police car into a lake last night.
0: I feel like that's not even like Arya has zero angst, like on the angstometer for Arya. Yeah, Ezra is of course pegged to a hundred. Yeah, uh, there's like zero for I just pushed a cop car into the lake to hide evidence. Even if I already forgot about it,
1: even if she was well, nothing to do with her, even if yeah. she was mildly concerned about it, Arya, despite the fact that sometimes she's a terrible fucking liar, mm-hmm. has an amazing gift for compartmentalization. Yeah, amazing gift. But yeah, she hangs up the phone of him and then she looks over like the framed selfie of her and Ezra that she took.
0: Yeah, she framed a selfie. That's that fits. That's uh-huh. yeah.
1: Um. So, meanwhile, in the woods,
0: this scene terrified me the first time I saw the scene. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Uh, so we see there's like a hiker bro kind of standing around as a park ranger. A lady park ranger is on her radio talking to someone from the station, and the guy person on the radio says no name, and park ranger is like, "Yep, got us another Jane Doe. Uh, no ID, no cell phone, no keys, nothing." And she walks over to her like park ranger jeep. And there's Spencer. The first time I saw this episode, I was like, is Spencer fucking dead? Because, yeah. like, Spencer's in the passenger seat. Her eyes are rolled back in her head. She looks like a fucking corpse. Yeah. A- and she's, like, completely catatonic, like, leaned against the side of the, the window in this Jeep. Like, I, the first time I, I saw this, my immediate thought was, holy shit, they killed Spencer. On but I guess stage, it makes sense that you wouldn't put a dead body in the passenger seat, but still.
1: Sitting upright, yeah. Yeah. In uh, this day of filming, I think when Troy and Belsaria went into like the makeup, you know, mm-hmm. like trailer, and they were like, "What should we do for for Spencer in this scene?" I feel like they brought out the kit for whatever they do makeup-wise for like possessed people. Because that's what she looks like. She looks more drenched. Or like The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her hair is like fucking crazy. It's got like twigs in it. Her hair is not just full of secrets. It's full of like nightmares you run away from.
0: Small woodland creatures. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She is like staring up at the sky, repeating Toby's name over and over again. Just
0: dead eyes. She's got
1: like a gash on her chin, much like Malcolm. Mm-hmm. and a tear, like a single tear escapes her Very eye right. as the ranger says into the walkie-talkie that she's going to request a psych evaluation.
0: Well, because uh, we find out a hiker found her wandering around about an hour ago. Uh, just l- looked lost and confused. Yeah, that's and, one way of putting it. The hiker's like, still there just like watching this. But yeah, a ranger's going to bring her in, better put in a request for a psych evaluation. I
1: wanted the ranger to do that thing where she turns away from Spencer and whispers into the walkie-talkie like, honestly, I'm terrified of her. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> if I was that ranger, I would be like, hey, uh, hey, hiker guy, would you mind just riding in the backseat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: I'm going to hand you my gun. Can you just keep mm-hmm. it trained on her? Because <laughs> yeah, I think just, she might. you just hold it
0: to the back of her head me. just in case she tries anything? <laughs> yeah. I um, think she might try to eat my brains.
1: Yeah, or yours. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should drive, and I'll sit in the back. Um, So, meanwhile, you know, on Emily's bedroom. Emily,
0: Emily's doing that thing again. She's sitting on her desk legs askew uh, like feet resting on her chair addressing dressing down Ari and Hannah she, the
1: the the body language slash blocking is fascinating because like she said she's sitting on the desk That's
0: well, very Han, Spencery.
1: yeah Hannah and Ari are sitting like in, like standing in front of her talking to her and it's like basically Spencer is gone. Emily's in charge. These two are making their report to the boss <laughs> about what they've been up to.
0: and she's like, wait, you dumped this car in the lake and Hannah's like I panicked. And then Emily looks to Arya, and she's like, "You're supposed to stop her from doing stupid things like this, not help." And Arya's like, "I tried, barely."
1: Then, yeah, Arya's gasoline onto the embers of any mm-hmm. crazy fucking fire. But like, still, Emily,
0: you counted on Arya mm-hmm. to be the person to like bring somebody back from the edge. I feel like uh, when Hannah wasn't there, Spencer and Emily had this conversation with Arya. Yeah. They're like, "Look, Arya, we love Hannah. She's a little wacky. You gotta when you're with her, you gotta rein her in."
1: Well, but I feel like they also had the same conversation of Hannah when Ari wasn't around. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Hannah says that it was either Wilden or A messing up them, so she tried to get rid of the car. And Ari is just like, well, my money's on A. Mm -hmm. It's like, no one else.
0: And Emily's like, we don't even know. Wilden could be alive. He could be part of the A team. And Hannah holds up the funeral program for Toby. And it's like, what does this mean? Is Toby dead? Mm -hmm. And Emily, she's like, did I do this? Is this my fault? But she's not saying it as, like, full of remorse and, like, in shock and grief over her, like, one of her friends dying. It's, like, vague annoyance, you know? It's, like, I'm barely concerned, kind of slightly annoyed that this might, like, get, like, put at my feet. Like, like, maybe Toby's dead, but Jesus Christ.
1: Um, It's, like, she's, like... Still channeling a little like new Spencer, like neo mm-hmm. Spencer here. Um so Emily points out that, you know, what they I like that Emily now points out what they do know.
0: Well Arya's like, don't go there, we don't even know if it's true.
1: Yeah, he's like, what we do know is that Toby was wearing a black hoodie in Spencer's kitchen, which that's, is again oh,
0: that's all they actually know. Yeah.
1: Which is what everyone has had to point out to Emily the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Now Emily's the one who's, you know, acknowledging that. Emily well, wonders, all
0: Emily's is saying is all we know is Toby was wearing a black hoodie in Spencer's kitchen, where you literally don't know what he's done is A.
1: Right, but then she wonders, you know, maybe A killed Toby because he was going to help us. And Arya ponders that, well, maybe Toby was never going to help us.
0: Yeah, maybe for some reason he just wants us to think that he's dead. Yeah. Either way, Spencer needs to know about this, but can't get a hold of her. Where Stick is Spencer? Where is Spencer? So we so, cut to oh yeah a, uh, a facility with uh, doors that have to be unlocked. You know, graded doors and a nurse is wheeling in a tray. Familiar looking yeah. security. It's Radley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nurse is wheel- wheeling in a little tray with some food on it. It takes the lid off. There's like a sandwich. Why we- do they all serve jello in mental institutions? Like, I feel like I'd go crazy just looking at the jello. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: So we-, we pan across like a woman's legs on a bed here. In this, uh, in this cell. Yeah, <laughs> only we, room we
0: pan up from the foot of the bed to see, like, who is this that's in bed being served uh, food in a mental institution? It's Spencer Hastings. Mm-hmm. It took almost three full seasons, but the craziest bitch in Pretty Little Liars is Finally, in a mental institution. You, you, you are fully now in the grasp of the Dark Spencer
1: saga. I mean, she, she's in a gown. She's catatonic.
0: Looking. She looks dead inside. Like there is nobody home behind those eyes.
1: Dead, lost eyes, and she just looks deranged. Yeah, it's. What well, I love
0: it. By the end of the last episode, you thought, oh, Spencer's gonna pull out of it. Yeah. Like there is a couple episodes there where Spencer is getting a little wild, but no, no, Spencer's back. Nope. Yeah. No, nope, she's just going no. deeper.
1: <laughs> oh shit, this is gonna get fucking crazy. This. What do you then? Gonna... You
0: you realize too, you haven't even seen Toby in like five episodes. Like they're they're really committed to like just delving into the depths here.
1: But well, again, it's it's this murkiness. Like, is Toby dead? Is he not mm-hmm. dead? He, it's more important that he's both at the same time. But yeah, uh, metaphorically, we're gonna push this fucking car into a lake <laughs> and watch it well, drown. I
0: can, I can remember when I just first binge watched this show, I was like. These girls are all crazy, but Spencer is like especially crazy. Like she is bonkers, and it took a while, but she eventually. It's like I feel like this show is gonna end with them all being in rally, you know. But like Spencer is definitely the one who's gonna end up in a mental institution first. Well, the fact of, the fact
1: that these girls you know, are the greatest four people in the universe, but also secretly, like,
0: terrible monsters
1: <laughs> who are on the verge of madness at any given moment is what makes this show so goddamn charming. Well, and
0: it was such a great setup by Mona. Like, it's... Mona, like, I, I feel like everything she did in this episode was to set up Spencer to find a body and lose her mind. Yeah. She she very intentionally made vague threats at Emily. Mm-hmm. Uh, she you know allowed herself to be seen counting out a bunch of money by spencer mm-hmm. and then allowed spencer to follow her to like a secluded location and and you know like and then announced that toby was dead like everything was set up to like finally break spencer hastings like completely
1: well this and that and that itself is just like the latest movement and like the symphony of destruction mm-hmm. that she's been writing like all over Spencer's just, it's, like life
0: on it's like she's She's set this up over the past... you know. A has set this up over the last year and a half or so. She's gotten Spencer to a place where anything she... Anything Mona or A does, Spencer is reading meaning into. So the part where A almost doesn't even have to do anything anymore. Well, that, A just that, has to like give little nudges here and there.
1: That's one of the other things that makes this show so fascinating. And the way we're so hooked is that... You know that a good chunk of what's going on here is Mona. And some of it's mm-hmm. Toby... But like you're not fully committed to like they are a yeah you know what I mean like, there's still a mystery over the identity of who this this nebulous figure is
0: well to, to the point where all a needs to do is uh make a couple letters on that banner mat instead of glossy and a knows that Spencer's gonna like freak out over it and read all kinds of shit into it
1: yeah yeah um so we get what is essentially our a tag well, and, and, and a
0: was also apparently distracting Emily throughout this episode so she wouldn't be with spencer
1: yeah which really ties back into just how exactly does Redcoat, who's as far as we know the captain of the a team like mm-hmm. involve um so our a tag is we're back at the lake um a fisherman is there like on the dock like casting his line he's pulling and pulling and pulling and what he pulls oh, it out it's of the also water-
0: the the shot is like from afar like looking through the wood the trees or something like somebody's watching this guy do this
1: Right. A river's running through this mm-hmm. too. Um, no, not really. Um, he pulls out of the water that Rosewood police cap.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he drops it.
1: Yeah.
2: And he goes back. Because it's not a
0: fish. Right. Yeah. And that was the episode Out of Sight, Out of Mind Spencer's Mind. Mm-hmm. The
1: next episode is the enigmatically titled Will the Circle Be Unbroken?
0: <laughs> you know, it was, it was 2013 when this aired, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, like, out of nowhere. Like, you'd never heard of this song before 2013. And then there were, like, two pieces of media that heavily featured Will the Circle Be Unbroken. One yeah. of them was PLL. The other one is Bioshock Infinite. And I feel like they both worked very well. We can talk about more about that in the next episode. But Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, let me take the wiki here. Anything interesting? Not really. <laughs> I love this episode.
1: Um, Just want to... Give a shout out to KT on uh, on
0: Twitter. Thanks for dropping us a line and saying hi.
1: Glad you enjoy the show.
0: Yeah. Um, we're on Twitter. I'm Benjamin underscore light. Just Marcus Sparks. You're at Marcus Sparks. Uh, you can find us on our website page, time travel murder mystery dot com slash mm-hmm. uh, PLL. If you like the podcast, feel free to give us a rating or review on iTunes. Yeah. Or, you know, along. tell your friends about it. Reblog it that's a thing right i think it's a thing hard it heart
1: it like it whatever
0: yeah Call it ball it Don't you guys it. yeah you just if you just guys if you keep rocking and rolling we'll keep rocking and rolling right mm-hmm. and next time we'll be back to talk about will the circle be unbroken Yeah. and so long peace